Hi, everybody, and welcome to What's Up With That Bro. It's the, the podcast where we're watching Lost in Reverse Order. It's from the last episode to the first episode, or as we like to say here, we have to go back words with our, uh, one of our hosts, Chad Wago. He's never seen Lost before. Thank you, David K. Jones. I have indeed never watched an episode of Lost, except for the many episodes of Lost that I've already watched in conjunction with the recording of this podcast. Is not not right? A.J. Nieves. Yes, um, that is totally correct. Kind of <laughs> fucked up my brain there for a second. But I'm right back in the saddle, guys. Welcome back. We're back in the building. You are listening to What's Up With That, Bro. This week, we're considering Season 3, Episode 7, Not in Portland. The fate of another rests on Jack's hands. Oh, Jesus, it has been a while. Kate and Sawyer <laughs> find an ally in one of the others. Juliet's decision could endanger her standing with people. So... It's a very vague summary, but what we got? Oh, they're usually pretty vague, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> yeah, these ones are, like, we had one that was just like a sentence the last time. But not in Portland. Overall, I kind of like this episode a lot. There was a lot going on to kind of keep me interested. I thought the episode overall was good. I hate the fucking title. Oh, not in Portland? <laughs> yeah. Well, you hate it. Uh, first off, that's not even the line that he said. <laughs> Uh, what what's his name, Mister uh, Alpert? Mister Alpert, who started the episode as Doctor Alpert <laughs> and got demoted. I know. What was up with that? Uh, like David said, maybe uh, once two doctors start talking to each other, they stop calling each other Doctor. And <laughs> they're just like, oh, you're a Mister. It's like uh, it's like that scene in Spies Like Us. In, in Spies Like Us, I think it's Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd are spies, and they're. Uh, they're pretending to be doctors and like a Doctors Without Borders kind of thing at one point. And they walk into a tent full of doctors. And so they all say hello to each other with a doctor, 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 doctor. And it goes on for like two minutes. So it's like the opposite of that. Yeah. But I think once they say that, then they, they get they get down to uh, calling each other Mr. or Miss. I see. Okay. Things, it's not quite first name basis. Mm-hmm. But they drop the doctor part. Well, the, the line that Mr. Albert says... <laughs> is not quite in Portland. <laughs> he says, we're not quite in Portland. And it's just like, obviously that would have made a worse title, right? Because <laughs> yeah. that just doesn't sound as good. <laughs> but not in Portland is not the line. So why did he even try and drop the fucking line? <laughs> it's true. dumb. And they could have... There was a couple of other lines that I isolated from within like a three-minute <laughs> span of that scene. That could have been used. Like, what he said, like, that's an interesting thing, right? Yeah. Uh, or three years, two months, 28 days. Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. another good one. I would have just called it The Bus. Like, oh, that yeah. Been, Ooh, yeah. That would have been a decent title, yeah. right? I would have called it Danny. <laughs> Danny! <laughs> yeah. Just add a boy at the end to, like, kind of, just to fuck it up, like how this episode titles <laughs> seemed a little off kilter. Uh, but, yeah. So, um... We get introduced to a lot of things. It seems like we get introduced uh, to Juliet's sister at the beginning of this one. Um, and she's sick. We've seen her sick before. We know that she has the baby. And um, we know that she's okay. There's a, there's a video later in the, one of the episodes that we were already seeing where she's uh, alive with playing with a son, I think. Yeah. And then there's like a Today's Newspaper. So we had recorded to show to Juliet. What um, was the kid's name? I, I feel know. like I they know. mentioned the kid's name, and it was like the male form of Juliet or something. Oh, oh! But it wasn't Romeo. <laughs> Julia. What is the male form of Julia? Like they still. Oh, Julian. 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 Interesting. Yeah, I think I remember that too. Juilliard. <laughs> <laughs> Juilliard. I think like Jules, like Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Julius. <clears throat> oh yeah, Julius. Like the orange? And we never find out anything about the father of this child. I guess... Does I guess, he have a father? Yeah, I guess we were made... Well, not me, but I, I was thinking, in, like, it, I felt like maybe that there there was just a donor, maybe. Yeah, like, that's what uh, I would assume that it is. Yeah, like, they just went straight donor style. Um, yeah, because she is living alone. That's, that's a point they make in the first scene. Mm. Yeah, she's living alone in Miami, and she was sick. Um... Mm-hmm. And where is Juliet? Where do they, where do they move the sister to? Because at some point in the episode, the sister comes to stay with Juliet, right? 
But yeah. I don't know where Juliet was working. I don't know if that was also Miami. Uh, I, I couldn't make heads or tails of the location, but that's fine. Like, we didn't really need it for the story that was being told tonight. Yeah. And it's Julian. Ah. Julian is the name of her son. Ah, that's right. Oh, okay. That That is a very masculine form of Juliet. Oh, perfect. So, Julian. Good job, AJ. <laughs> Way to remember. Uh, that was like a guess. I kind of forgot for real, but uh, thanks. You know, well, maybe we can even jump in right into like, this is a Juliet-centric story. We have our flashback, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first episode we have a flashback of another. And we mm. come to find out that this is not really another. Juliet is, um, she identifies more with the Losties. She's a broken person. We kind of show that throughout the... The episode, she says as much in the scene with, with Albert, where she says that, you know, I'm not the person you're looking for. I'm a mess. I guess from that, we kind of can gauge that she has more in common with the Losties than she does with the current folk that she's with. And they still keep the others at, like, you don't really know too much of their their um, their personal backstories. You just see more so their, their schemes and machinations and, and Ben and everything who is kind of running the show from the operating room. But um, but I, I overall I I felt like I liked this episode. I forgot about this entirely. But I, I think this one came back in February. So this episode aired February seventh, two thousand seven. I think. Um, and then before this, they were on break since like December. So this yeah. is like the first episode back. So I guess they kind of left it on that cliffhanger with with Ben on the operating table for like three months or whatever. And um, I'm sure, like, the fandom was, like, in a fever pitch for this thing to come back. And people were just, like, waiting for Lost to, to make its way back into the... Yeah, because, I mean, the uh, this episode starts with Jack already having cut something in, in Ben's back and saying he's going to let him die. So, like, that was the last thing that we saw before the break. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a that's a great cliffhanger. It's so frustrating, but it's, it, it makes for great TV. Because, like, you know, even at... It, for any time like humans have such a limited span i don't know if i'm if i'm maybe i can just speak for myself i like i have such a limited attention span like if i if you were to ask me about something i watched like three months ago i wouldn't fucking know but like knowing lost that's how we record our episodes directly after watching them yeah yeah if we did this if we did if we did a podcast recording of this episode three months from now i could barely (laughs) tell you anything about what happened in this episode i think even if we watched it yesterday and <laughs> recorded today, it would be difficult yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. It, I it, would have to take much better notes than I do. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, so I don't know. That's the that's the vibe that I was going for, and it, it feels like it feels like um, it felt like a decent episode in terms of um, how it was written, minus the title, of course. Like, uh, <laughs> but I did like what 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 they did with the Juliet character in this episode. I mean, if you like the title, that's fine. I just think it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I have a secret love for this title. Like, not in Portland. We're doing that. And, like, I just brush my fingers against uh, my phone. Or <laughs> I was looking at the, the title screen for us doing that little summary earlier. But, yeah, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's also, I guess, this being the first episode back of the new year, 2007, um, there's also a lot of, there's a heavy bunch of... Uh, of, of things that kind of get tossed around in the episode. Um, nothing too crazy, but there's a lot of references to, like, Clockwork Orange. Uh, we get a we get a quick snippet of, of Aldo um, and kind of sitting and reading A Brief History of Time, which is... Ah. Uh, and he was going to write in that book before they get, he got interrupted. He got, yeah. he got a pencil. <laughs> yeah, he was probably was like, he going to correct like, Stephen Hawking? I guess so. I know. So it's this not a is, workbook, is it? This is a Stephen no, Hawking it, book. No, it is not a workbook. <laughs> I've tried reading it before. Yeah. Is it intense? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say intense so much as just like a lot of it went over my head. Because right. I, I was like, I think 15. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, book by Stephen Hawking, smartest man? Yeah, I could read that. <laughs> I'll understand this. And I'm like sitting there reading it. I'm like, I don't this. <laughs> <laughs> all the hubris of a 15 year old mm-hmm. like young young person yeah. or like uh chaos theory shit i, I watched jurassic park <laughs> i can understand this stuff i get it like the, the drops they go on your arm this way you go on your arm this way i heard ian malcolm's <laughs> argument doctor lot. ian malcolm yeah it's a lot of non-fiction books i tried to read in high school because i was thought i was way smarter than i was that's amazing <laughs> I remember I had uh, I found uh, found a, a book by Freud talking about like dreams and stuff. 
when I was reading that when I was like 12, my dad was like, oh, look how, look how, look how smart my son is reading this Sigmund Freud book. And it was just because like a, a lot of his interpretations of people's dreams are sexual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, talking about sex. I'm in on this. That's great. Wait, how old are you at this point? Like 12? Twelve. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's that's the right age. That's yeah. the right age. Yeah. Like where so you're just like, oh, any anything about sex yeah. is interesting now. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Do you remember anything about about the Freud book? I remember something about someone had a dream about like a hairy fish. So he he said, oh, that's obviously about vaginas. That is amazing. <laughs> and then maybe mm-hmm. I beat off to them. <laughs> <laughs> that part is a little hazy. I see. Ah, it's too funny. Ah, it's too funny. Do you, do you think that could go in uh, a shirt in our shirt store? <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe I beat off to that. I don't remember. <laughs> that shirt will yeah. definitely sell. <laughs> Even if uh, you're just like, oh, we, we can't write beat off on a shirt. It's just like, and then I like asterisk, pound sign, <laughs> exclamation point, hashtag. Uh, I already said pound sign i'm fucking stupid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, to it. you're not a professional t-shirt designer yeah okay. but you have read stephen hawking's yeah. a uh, brief history of time kind of. 15. <laughs> <laughs> like depending on your definition of read <laughs> uh, i didn't beat off to it though uh, well you're like you're like years ahead of me like at 15 i was probably like reading a final fantasy strategy guide and that was <laughs> that was my version of reading like, it's just this and maybe the Bible, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, those are the important things, right? <laughs> it was, like, right up there. It was harnessing, like, your inner light of your soul and yeah. also the four light warriors. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> so, I, so there you go. So I wasn't reading Stephen Hawking, but man, does uh, Square USA put out a good strategy kind of over the <laughs> before they became Square Enix. Uh, Squeenix. But yeah, um, I do like the allusions that they had to, um, well, I don't know if it was, yeah, I guess so, like uh, A Clockwork Orange. We see Carl in Room 23 where they're just blaring all this. Maybe we can talk about that for a yeah. quick second because that was fucking nuts. Like they're blaring this loud drumming techno beat. Mm-hmm. It's some, something like industrial techno music on the subtitles yeah. when we're watching. And then it's just images and sounds and just a couple of written messages and stuff just inundating this kid for whoever knows how long David, this, would yeah. it be possible to like layer in like the techno music at like a low level <laughs> for this point in the conversation <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's something we can do <laughs> if not that song something else yeah it's but that if shit not is that crazy. song you just put in zombie nation yeah. or something <laughs> zombie nation <laughs> oh but yeah it, it, that that whole scene is super fucked up like um is this a is this an existing form of torture, or did they strictly pull this from a Clockwork Orange and that's it? I, I think that uh, it's pop culturally like exactly how you reprogram people. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I'm sure that the uh, the origins of that are from Clockwork Orange, but it's generally understood when you have messages, loud music, and people's eyes are like being held open. It's just like, oh, they're trying to brainwash or reprogram someone. So that's how you do it. Like, you just, like, you have a flood against the senses, every sense that you have, like, hearing and sight and whatever else. You're on an IV, so you don't have to drink any water. They didn't didn't put it in the episode, (laughs) but, like, there was, like, a... (laughs) There was a bed bed. Uh, Carl was going number two. There's an outtake where Sawyer picks him up and just gets shit yeah. dripping all over his back. There's another outtake where like uh, Kate and Sawyer like bust open that room 23 and they go, Oh, what is that smell? What is that? I can't hear anything. Also, it smells terribly in here. How long have you been in here? That would have been great if they just had him like, Oh, that would be maybe that's terrible. What, maybe that's what Mac has to do. Or uh, what's his name? Yeah, Mac. In, in the yeah, show? Mac. Aldo. 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 McAldo. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what uh, Aldo has to do. So he's just like, God, anything to escape this. I'll, I'll, I'll even read a brief history of time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He's about to write, I don't get this inside that book. He <laughs> was just like drawing scribble scrabble, like really weird, <laughs> crude sexual doodles. Yeah, and then he's going to beat off to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just... 
it's the it's the words of Stephen Hawking <laughs> right on top of it. It's just like you know some crude sex stuff. <laughs> stuff like beating. Yeah. One thing yeah, that I thought was really interesting about the uh, the brainwashing scene was that uh, all three characters stop when they get into the room, and they're just like, "Oh, this is this is overwhelming. I don't know what I'm gonna do with this." Uh, Alex. Uh, the spell is kind of broken first because she has she has to f- help Carl uh, and then Kate also decides to help uh, Sawyer on the other hand is fucking mesmerized <laughs> yeah yeah what do you make of that are they trying to imply that he is simple minded I wonder I well he or does easily led astray that's, that could be a possibility, yeah. and that would have been a fun possibility to explore at the time. Also, we or, know. Yeah, maybe maybe that whole the video aspect of it is all geared for a man's mind, so he was only affected by it. <laughs> yeah, if if the show was not on ABC and if it was on HBO instead, right. probably would have been some titties in that video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I believe it. Also, too, like um, Sawyer, from what we know of him, like he always references a lot of pop culture stuff, which also means referencing a lot of tv so he has watched a lot of tv in his mm. in his young life and maybe he's just like holy shit it's clockwork orange <laughs> yeah. also it's, it's been months since he's seen a tv yeah yeah um speaking about sawyer and yeah not seeing that tv I, I, we well okay we'll get into that later that's a li- for a little bit later in the discussion but um but yeah I, that 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 room um what is the significance of the Room 23 again? I know we, we had spoken about it previously yeah. on this cast. Well, I mean, it's the number 23 is one of uh, Jim Carrey's best movies. <laughs> and one of the numbers from... <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't like his comedy. I just like Ladies and gentlemen. Being serious about stuff. Chad has like has thrown his head back in, in disbelief. <laughs> Look, I, I don't think the number 23 was as bad as a lot of people say. Yeah. But... One of his best. <laughs> Wait, one of his best? What's wrong with you, man? Oh, oh you're you're okay. You're in favor of the movie. I was about to. No, I was no, about I, to... I think it's fine. Yeah. I just <laughs> when I'm thinking of the best Jim Carrey movies, the number twenty three is the. Uh, well, it's not the twenty third on the list, but it's not real high either. Oh, uh, mine has got to be Cable Guy, right up there at the top. <laughs> Some of Carrey's best work. The ca- Cable Guy is uh, definitely very good. Uh, I actually do like Jim Carrey's dramatic turns. Like Man on the Moon, I thought was excellent. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, I like his portrayal. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everyone loves Truman Show. Yeah, Truman Show. Oh, yeah. And, uh, the, the Did brain, he win something? The, brain, the brainwashing one, whatever that one was. Eternal like. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. It's the same guys that did um, Being John Malkovich, right? I think so. That would make sense. That would make sense, but I, I, I could see that not being like, like I could be wrong. But I think it's sure. Charlie Kaufman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas uh, the number 23 is the same director that did Batman and Robin. Oh. Is that for real? <laughs> I believe that that is a Joel Schumacher movie. Ah. Jesus. I see. One of Chris O'Donnell's best movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to argue yeah. with that. I, I mean, mean three you others. said one of. Yeah. That's great. So obviously it's like, uh, yeah. Three Musketeers can fit oh, in above yeah. that. So we get this uh, off-island story with Juliet, who is um, who is doing some work. She's working in a lab for her ex-husband, and um, we get a chance to see that he's not that great of a guy. And then we don't. You yeah, know, Juliet's relationships with men never turn out good. Oh yeah, yeah. Thurgood, what's the other guy? The one that died on island? Uh, Thurgood. 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 Good. Goodwin. Goodwin. Oh, shit. There we go. <laughs> and Goodwin. So, yeah. That Goodwin. was, like, the best one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she, she, and she was still, like... Yeah, that was, like, the best one. And it was still, like, kind of a, a weird space for yeah. her because he was married. Yeah, he was a married man. <laughs> and she had been trying to ruin her life because of it. Yeah. We get that line from um, Tom Friendly in this episode where he says, They have history together. At this point, we don't know what the history is, but we know what the history yeah, is. We know what the history is. It's we not know. a lot of history. <laughs> like, he invited me over to his house for dinner like a creep and, like, had my secret boyfriend killed. Yeah. Like, that's some history, but it's not... I don't know. I, I when, when there's, like, history, I'm, I'm thinking there is something more to it. But maybe that was the seeds that they're trying to lie. They're trying to lay for, like, this whole thing. Because, you know, because later on we see that, that Ben and, and Juliet... He had a thing for her, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, didn't Ben have a thing for Juliet 
even before he met Juliet? I think so. Probably. Like, wasn't it something where he remembered her from when he was a little kid? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's some mention that they said, like, you look like her or you remind me of her. But I don't think we've seen yeah, her Yeah, I think yet. that was our theory that we came up with. But oh. I, I stand by it. I think that's a good theory. Yeah. It's definitely better than Jack actually had a kid. <laughs> it's not a theory. It's, it's, it's canon. That is a hill <laughs> that Dave will die upon. We've established this. We'll have more episodes about Jack's ex-wife, and it'll all, it'll all come into focus. <laughs> oh, it's so great. That's probably my favorite running joke on this show. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, By this show, I meant our podcast, yeah. not Lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite running running joke on Lost? Uh, anytime that people run awkwardly. So Ben. <laughs> ben yeah. is my favorite nah. running joke. Oh man! Ben runs very awkwardly. <laughs> that is his fantastic. running is a joke. Yes, <laughs> you get it. It's a running joke. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I did dig some of the some of the surgery stuff, which is which kind of it it kind of did it for me. The Jack scenes are fine. So here's my question about <laughs> the surgery scenes. At one point, Jack slips. Cuts another artery and you see the blood spurt out. Yeah. He fixes that right when Kate is telling the story that is supposed to let Jack know that he's safe and he needs to make sure Ben lives. Right. Did he slip on purpose? Huh. Did Jack slip to, to, to do that second nick? Yeah. Mm. I don't think so. Because the first nick yeah. happened uh, in a previous episode, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't imagine so. So it, it just so happened to coincidentally coincide with when he would be like, okay, everything needs to be fine now. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying he did it on purpose. I'm just saying like uh, the timing seemed uh, suspect mm, right. for it to either one, potentially be on purpose or two, to potentially be shit fucking writing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I like to think that it's the island trying to teach Teach him a lesson. Oh maybe. yeah, or to mess with Tom Friendly. That that is true. It could be uh, the island powers, because I mean, like some dude got hit by a bus. Yeah. Uh, when uh, Juliet wished for him to get hit by a bus. Should have wished for a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. My the God. only way that I would <laughs> be able to uh, go and do this research thing is if someone gave me a million dollars. I'm just gonna throw out a random number here. Maybe a cool million? Just a single million dollars. If a million dollars fell out of the sky. (laughs) Safely next to me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, A million dollars in quarters. (laughs) (laughs) What do a million dollars in quarters look like? I want to Like how big of a room do you think that would fill? Like it's obviously not Scrooge McDuck's money pit. Right. But like a regular swimming pool maybe? Yeah, I can see that. Or do you think more? I don't even know. Like an Olympic swimming pool? Maybe. So you got like... Yeah. You have four million million. circular discs, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're an inch in diameter, pretty much. And for it to fill an Olympic-sized pool, maybe you could do do an Olympic-sized pool. I do not have the math to figure this out. (laughs) I wonder. We'll do the math and put it on the Patreon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A chart. It'll it'll, it'll have like chaotic math and everything. Or if uh, anyone who's listening to this podcast is super good at math, uh, you can uh, hit us up on Twitter at uh, WhatBroPod. Yeah. Don't we have a doctor math friend that we know? Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, We've also never had him on the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. You should come in here and ask him that question when he comes the next time. (laughs) I bet you would give, like, a decent answer, too. We should have him on for a Hurley episode so he can explain to us the significance of the numbers. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. Do the numbers show up more often in Hurley episodes because of the uh, lottery thing? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he thinks they're cursed, right? That's the whole thing. Like, that's his... I think most of his off-island adventures are numbers-related. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Cheech is his dad, and... Gets name-checked by Sawyer yeah. in this episode. Mm-hmm. So they live in a world where Cheech exists. <laughs> and also, Hurley's dad looks exactly like Cheech. That's got... <laughs> With a weird wig. <laughs> yeah, holy shit, that wig. 
I, that's so funny. I, I, I turned to both of you guys and I saw Chad's reaction like, like get in this boat, Cheech, which is kind of weird because, um, I don't know. How did, I didn't, I didn't get the reference. Like, I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't understand it at all. That's why my reaction was like, what, what? Unless, what? like, sometimes people refer to. Do people refer to people as Cheech? Like, um, I've never heard anyone who's not Cheech Marin ever been referred to as Cheech. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess they're like a pothead. Oh I can yeah. See it. So maybe because like Carl was all out of it, like he was high. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the, the joke he was going for. That could be the joke he was going for. I I, I expected him to call him Bernie, because he's just like carrying him around like a dead body. Ah, uh, I see. I would have expected him to call him like Jody Foster from Panic Room, but I don't know how you would fit that into like a one word thing. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, he's not gonna call him Jody yeah, Foster. We don't Panic know Room? her characters. Oh yeah. 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 So get in the boat, Panic Room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like he just goes and gives like it, that's the one nickname where like it's just a long synopsis of the movie <laughs> get in the boat uh, Forrest Whitaker saves Jodie Foster at the end and Kristen Stewart is there for some reason yeah what was the name of that movie that movie where they were in a panic room with <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe we can I wish that there were more black people on the island <laughs> <laughs> there's one that one guy that came to like to the gate to go and get those other guys out of They get Danny out. And oh, yeah, like, he was a doctor, so they sent him on a murder mission. That guy was a doctor? Well, he was, he was in the operating room. Oh, but then they sent him out to, like, go to the cage and unlock them and get them out of the cage? Yeah. Oh, huh. I didn't, I, yeah. But I they sent him to go catch uh, Sawyer oh, and Kate. Right, right. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't a doctor. Maybe he was a nurse. Oh, yeah, could be. That scene or was like, also... Well, actually, if he's an other, then he never actually went to school. Yeah. Oh, I see. Well, we don't, we don't know which others are, like... Other others? Other others or, or recruited. Naturalized yeah. others? Yeah, that that guy... Like... Other immigrants? Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, na- native-born, but, yeah, you know. Island-born. Island-born. Island-born others. Right. Which is... Versus imported others? Yeah. Right. Yeah, this... That... Yeah, so that guy goes, that weird scene, I don't know if they're just trying to show you the tenacity of all that is Danny, like, they're supposed to show him as, like, this unbridled, like, it seemed like that's what they were shooting for, like, this, this is a guy that, once his, once he sinks his teeth into something, he doesn't stop, which is him chasing after, you know, the, uh, uh, Kate and, and Sawyer, but, um, when that doctor comes to release them, he just goes, what happened? He's like, just open the door. But what's going on? Yes, open the door. So it's just like this. It's it's weird because he's still asking them questions. And, and like the guy's just telling him to open the door. And I guess that's, that's the three or four seconds that we need to show that, that Danny is this wild yeah. man or something. But, but Single-minded focus. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's angry. Sawyer beat him up and then smashed his face into that button like five times. Yeah, that dude got... Got wrecked yeah. in that in that little cage. You know that that was pretty gnarly. Also, that Danny guy kind of looks like a low budget Sawyer. If you you know, I don't know. Like Hello. Yeah, but he just he kind of did look like a low budget Sawyer from what I received. We should we should pause to, so that because this is gonna be a lot of noise. I'm sure David's uh-huh. not going to want to edit it. Out. <laughs> Sorry, dude. It's all good. <laughs> no, you didn't knock it out. Or did you? I or did I? With yeah. My mind powers. You, you were trying to drop the mic, but you dropped my mic. <laughs> <laughs> Low budget Sawyer. <laughs> uh, anyway, you were saying? No, no, no. I was just saying. So, yeah, it just seems like a, the guy just looks like a low budget Sawyer. And the mic was already dropped, so yeah. things, things are right on task. <laughs> I could see him like as like Sawyer's uncle. That's what I like. It's not him as. Oh, is he that old? Was he that much of an older character? This guy? He looked older. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uncle. Sawyer's uncle. Yeah, Sawyer's uncle. I see. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking about that guy. Um, yeah, oh, uh, going back to the uh, the Aldo thing with Mac from, from It's Always Sunny. They they they, uh, they trick him with the old Wookiee prisoner trick. Mm-hmm. And they actually called it that. <laughs> yeah. I had to mark that out of my notes because I was going to make a joke about it, but they already made the joke. Nice, nice. Always nice when the show does it for you. Yeah. Here's one thing that I found interesting in this episode. We get to the beach. We're talking about the the story that Kate's telling um, Jack over the the walkie 
about um, you know uh, him fixing up this girl and all this kind of stuff. Right afterwards, like he's telling the story, and you can kind of see the tears welling up, or almost beginning to well up in Juliet's eyes, and then you can kind of see this whole conversation play out over the walkie and you can see Sawyer kind of like getting his heart broken <laughs> during this in the sense that like um, they're both fighting for this woman and um, and the, 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 <laughs> I'm just imagining that scene from The Simpsons it's like oh Lise if you, if you slow it down you can see the exact moment where his heart breaks <laughs> <laughs> right there yeah <laughs> it's true like you can see it well I don't it's like, uh, I don't know if it's just heartbreak, but um, it's almost like you can kind of see it in Sora's face. Like, oh, I'm never going to be a fucking doctor. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to compete with yeah, this. Yeah, I can't uh, compete with this. Like, he he is a con man, you know, which is which has a negative connotation, but he's just a confidence man. You know what I mean? Like, so he's... And he's, women love confidence. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he made it that far. But, you know, contending with, with yeah. someone like Jack who saves lives, but... Because women also love vulnerability. Yeah. And, and Jack was saying, like, this, this is a story he told her, like, on the first day they met. The first thing he told her was the story of a time he was super scared of something. Yeah. So and, this... like, and Sawyer acts like he's never scared yeah. of anything. He has almost an inability to be vulnerable. Right. And that's probably because of the loss of his parents at the age of a kid or whatever. Yeah. And until now he has... He... Yeah, and now he's Batman. <laughs> now he's Batman. <laughs> I forgot that 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 he, that we went to that previously, but he is Batman. Yeah, that's Basically. another thing that we should put in the t-shirt store. <laughs> <laughs> Just a picture of Sawyer with bat ears. Yeah, but like, um, but watching it, like you could you could see. I thought it was like, um, I know I noticed throughout the whole run of the series that Josh Holloway, who plays Sawyer, kind of. I don't think he gets a bad rap, but then um, I know that I think he was one of the more inexperienced of, of of all the actors. So I remember hearing an interview once where like they were saying like, "Oh, which which actor is is like?" Somebody had asked the question. Now something along the lines of like, Did, "Which?" I was gonna say, uh, "When you tell Sawyer's answer, could you please do it in your best Sawyer voice?" <laughs> oh, well, this isn't because well, that's his natural voice, right? Yeah, like that southern twang. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll do it, but I, I, it'll sound terrible. But I'll do it. It's something like I don't know if they asked him, but they asked like some of his other castmates, and they're like, "Oh, which which actor do you think did the most improvement over this uh... season with their skill acting skills?" And then like somebody said like Josh Holloway, but they kind of like chuckled. And I was like, "Oh, dirty," <laughs> but like. Um, I don't know. I could be making that up, but I could swear I heard that somewhere, and it might have been like Dario Quinn. I was like, Josh Holloway's really improved this season. That's, but, a, that's a weird question to ask as an interviewer. Yeah, that is yeah, a weird Which one question. of your actors is the worst actor? <laughs> and Dario Quinn's like, I don't... What, what am I supposed to do with this here? The dog. The, yeah. Yeah, that, that Vincent just doesn't take cues. Yeah. He's like a cat. <laughs> He needs a wrangler, not a trainer. I was really hoping that it was going to be Josh Holloway answering a question. Because I was going to be like, oh, man, this is going to be great. Oh, shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that wasn't a question for him. <laughs> just, just call Chad Cheech in your the best Sawyer voice. Uh, all right. Uh, go on, get in the boat, Cheech. Dada. <laughs> you need Sling to get up in that boat. <laughs> Hey, Cheech, you need to get up in that boat. I like them French fried boats. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is definitely summertime. Yeah. If you guys are wondering, no, Josh Holloway isn't present in the recording studio. <laughs> that was just me. He's still busy filming his show with the wife from The Walking Dead. I don't, I, I don't know. know. Is that show still on? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Maybe. Is that a sci-fi show or something? Yeah. I see. I'm glad he's still working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, not too sure. But um but yeah, like that that scene on the beach, there's there you could see the you could see that the the acting that comes across Josh Holloway's face is great. Like you, you could see him like register like like you mentioned, like we mentioned, like he feels he's never gonna be enough to measure up to to what Kate needs. Um but also we get this this kinda anemic character in Kate where she just becomes this like weird thing that just keeps floating back between these two characters that's it's all right but i wish they would have did more with that and yeah i don't know yeah especially since we're watching a juliet episode where 
her character gets fleshed out a lot more. Yeah. And her and her wants, yeah. her, her her desire, what she wants for herself is not to be with, you know, not to be with anyone in, in, in a romantic yeah, way. she just wants to have a baby with her sister. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she, she wants that. She wants to get off the island. Her, ba- her sister wants a baby, you know, or her ex-husband wants to, to capitalize on whatever research she's doing. It's kind of nice to see this episode where everybody in the flashback story did have some strong wants, which is something that I like in, in, in seeing in, in this show, as opposed to like some weird, you know, um, or it's a little bit more... They they kind of they're just wandering, you know, or, plot driven. Yeah, yeah. yeah this was trying. a much more character driven episode. Yeah, I felt like. Um, I also did really like the fact that uh, uh, at this point it was the love triangle and not the love quadrangle. Yeah, quadrilateral yeah. is the correct math word, I believe. <laughs> uh, because, and even like when I look at sort of uh, uh, Juliet's arc as a whole, unless I'm missing a bunch of stuff before this, mm. I kind of feel like the later seasons played up the love square as a bigger deal than it actually was. Mm. Because Juliet did not seem to be like, oh my god, I love Jack. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't. Like, they kissed like one time and weren't yeah. really into it. Yeah. But it becomes like a big deal for no fucking reason yeah, yeah it's just it's just i guess it was well, it makes well, me retroactively hate the episodes following this evening <laughs> <laughs> yeah it it seemed like that was just like a note that they got from abc they were like play up the romance between yeah. these characters and they're like all right we'll we'll, we'll do that then more like, koreans is what the note should have been <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would have been great to get a few more of those episodes infused throughout the series Oh, I, like they had a lot of fun, you know. Especially more episodes with the uh, uh, Jin before he could speak English. <laughs> That's <laughs> my favorite. Those are great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are fantastic. Uh, well, anyway, Juliet and, and not Juliet, uh, Kate and Sawyer make it off the island with Carl, and um, and then we, you know, we we uh, picked up their stories afterwards. But um, but back on island, we have. We have uh, Jack and Juliet. They get some time together at the end, and um, there's a whole thing that happens where, where Juliet speaks to Ben alone, and uh, Jack kind of wants to know what they said. Would you be able to trust any answer Juliet gave you, like in that moment? I don't know if I would be able to. Well, how much, uh, how much does he think Juliet's a liar at this point? That's a good point. Like maybe he still kind of trusts her. I don't know. Also. Uh, you mentioned that Juliet was talking to Ben. Uh, we, we've already established that Ben was having an operation. Uh, ben is awake. Yeah. Yeah. With his back, like, spread open. <laughs> Not in a fun way, either. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, that's some nightmare shit. Yeah, that is some nightmare yeah. stuff. Like, you guys God ever damn. woken up in the middle of surgery? <laughs> no, no, I have not. I have also never had surgery. Yeah, no, it, no, I, I haven't had that. Have you? No, not at all. I hear, like, you know what would be the worst thing to me is, like, they tape your eye. Oh, I don't know if they do this anymore. Well, they tape your eyes shut, right, when they put what? you under? So, like, even if you that. do wake up, like, you can't even open up your eyes. Uh, so you're awake and you have all the sensations, which kind of feel like it would intensify things. Because at least you have the distraction. Yeah. With, like, all you should do is just focus on the uh, feelings well, of people's hands inside of you. Usually, yeah. like... Even if your eyes were able to open, you would just be looking into bright operating lights. Yeah. That's true. Is that, I guess Maybe that's the reason why they do that uh, for the people who like sleep with their eyes open. Mm. Oh, shit, yeah. That is that is creepy. I used to have like family members that used to do that all the time. What? Snore with their eyes wide <laughs> fucking open. Like, are you some kind of demon or something? <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> Like, I used to sleep over my cousin's house, and my cousin used to sleep with his eyes, like, wide open. And I remember, like, waking up in the middle of the night to pee or something, just seeing that, going, like, eh, all right. Um, the eyes wide open thing is really weird, but, like, even if your eyes are only, like, partially open, it still looks really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's so crazy. Like, you hear somebody snoring with their eyes wide open or nearly wide open. Like, what the? What? Are, you, are you joking? <laughs> are you okay? What's going on? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um, but she does. Well, Juliet does tell Jack that 
that um that he promised to get her off the island and then we end the episode on that note after she was there for three years two months and whatever. 28 days yeah. 28 days I see which I still feel like would have been a very strong title yeah, yeah. should have been three years two months and 28 days later yeah mm. <laughs> and then have Ben running around yeah uh, yeah, that's that's a lot. Um, I do I do like that we got uh, Richard Alpert in this yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Like every time he pops up on screen, I'm like, hey, it's Captain Ageless or whatever. <laughs> it's always fun to see him on screen. I um, always call him Batman. Well, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Like uh, so, he's in there. We also get some shots of Ethan from the beginning of the episode and um, later on. I can't wait until I give a shit about that guy. I know, right? <laughs> Because at this point, you just see some weird dude saying hello. Like, what is this? Yeah. Like, what is this weird cameo that we're seeing? Like, like I've every... seen, like, I, I want to say that Ethan's had a cameo, like, every season. Yeah. yeah. And I still am like, what, what, what the fuck? Who is that guy? And, they and must they, have really liked yeah. that actor. And they drop his name as an Easter egg, like, every five or six episodes, it feels like. Yeah, it feels like Ethan was a really big part of the yeah. show. You've seen everything before this, right? Yeah. In season two. What? Was Ethan that big to you? Um, yeah, he was the main character in the first season <laughs> before got... Jack uh, murdered him <laughs> and took his spot. Surgery murdered him. <laughs> and he's just like, you don't need to be the doctor anymore. Also, um, the story that Jack tell, told Kate on the first day where Kate uh, uh, is telling it back to him, she mentioned, so at one point he slips... And uh, severs all of the girl's nerves. Yeah. And then he counts to five, and then he makes everything okay. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> he severed a bunch of her nerves. Is that really something you can just make okay again? Especially after five seconds where every yeah. second is precious. Oh, television, I love you. <laughs> this is how good of a surgeon he is. <laughs> or how good of a liar he is. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he's the real confidence yeah. man. Like the first night on the island, he was like, all right, we're crashed here, and I need to get my beak wet. <laughs> what weird, vulnerable story can I drum up and tell a sweet little lass here on this island? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it worked. It totally it worked. I, I'm also kind of wondering about what the context for telling that story is. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a... Yeah, like what... Yeah, well, I guess maybe we'll see. I mean, I'm sure that we'll find out in, like, the first or second episode. Yeah. Well, it's kind of nice to see some of the, um, I don't know if we want to call it overlay or maybe just parallel. Or in the later seasons that we've already watched, it's it's Jack that's in Sawyer's position. It's Jack that's keeping watch. Not keeping watch, but that's alongside Kate. And they're together. And uh, Jack makes all kinds of declarations like well if Sawyer was going to be here if you you know if you wanted to be here you would have been here or but it's me that's here and all this kind of stuff and it seems like we kind of this is like uh one of the many reversals that we'll probably see before the our our watching of this is over or she's she's with Sawyer now but even in this instance she wants to go back to Jack and when she was with Jack she wants to she wanted to keep those promises to Sawyer and and uh, all that other stuff, which is fine, because we, we I don't know if, if, if the word excuse is the right one, but we've kind of excused Kate's behavior, because we've just known her to be the runner, so she, whatever situation she finds herself in, she'll find a way to run away from that, too. But in this particular circumstance, it just seems a little, little uh, played out, I guess. Like, we've seen it so many times. Yeah. Like, we have nothing else for Kate to do except for run. Especially because, like, in this episode, like, they're escaping. And it's like, oh, we want them to get out of this and get back to their yeah. to their camp or whatever. And she's constantly saying, no, I don't want to do that. And it's just slowing everything down. Well, is- also, like, her thing is that she runs, right? Yeah. Fucking Jack is screaming <laughs> into the walkie-talkie, run! 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 Yeah, and she's, <laughs> she's all like, this is the one time I won't run away. <laughs> also... Uh, when Danny shows up on the beach and is going to shoot everyone or whatever he has to do, Sawyer starts stalking towards him, even though Danny's holding a gun yeah. directly at him. And then Kate runs and goes, no. And you think like, oh shit, Kate's going to like throw herself in front of Sawyer. <laughs> no, Kate's behind Sawyer. Oh, is that how that played out? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> like I looked at the positioning afterwards and I'm like, what the fuck? 
Goku's keep trying to do <laughs> she shoved them into the gunfire like yeah. no don't do this <laughs> like was that the plan to use Sawyer as a human shield <laughs> and then get that guy's gun uh, yeah that is that is that is kind of strange and we do get Juliet coming in for the save so this is this is interesting because Julia body count this episode two. Yeah, uh, she just she's mowing down mofos. <laughs> she shot someone to death and bust one. <laughs> <laughs> so this is so I don't think we're seeing like not even the embers of that relationship yet. Oh, well, we kind of we saw it like later on, where like uh, Juliet and Sawyer are walking on the beach together, and they had that little um, that little discussion or whatever, but. But I wonder how far along planning was, like they're if they thought they could bring these two characters together, which they eventually do. But well, yeah, this is kind of big. Like she when you watch Sawyer getting his heart broken, who was Juliet looking at? Was mm-hmm. she looking at Kate telling the story, or was she looking at Sawyer? That's a good question. I felt like she was like staring dead ahead or trying to not make eye contact with either of them. But I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, she she was looking at Sawyer in his very vulnerable moment, and that's yeah. Why. That's what got her. That's what hooked her. <laughs> I saw your heartbreak when she was like, you know. I saw you accidentally become vulnerable for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you drop your, you know, your macho facade for a second. Yeah, that's interesting. He was like, I felt, I felt for you that day. That day where that lady broke your heart yeah. on the walkies. And I shot that man in the chest. <laughs> what is the kill count for all of our characters in that scene? How many people have Kate, Sawyer... Uh, Juliet, Carl. How many of them have have killed? Because really, everybody on really should right? have been keeping account of all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we should have been. But I guess, yeah. Like it's it's crazy because like almost everybody, every every member of the cast has like bl- sullied their head. Not sullied, but they they've acted in self defense mostly. But they've they've killed. Like they've they've murdered. Even Hurley. Yeah. Yeah. Even like lovable Laffy Daffy Hurley <laughs> yeah. is like. To get someone with the fucking van. <laughs> yeah. He's 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 taking life. Oh man. Yeah, that it, it, that's that's some that's some crazy island life right there. Cashing checks <laughs> and breaking necks. <laughs> I haven't seen Saeed in a long time. Oh uh-huh. yeah. Oh I guess we he had that episode with Ice Captain Murder. Yeah. Yeah. Good lord. I think it's time to start wrapping up with the uh, Easter egg corner. We covered pretty much all the Easter eggs I wrote down. Oh, sweet. Yeah. This wasn't a very uh, location-heavy episode. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it did... It was heavy on the... What is the word? Melodrama? Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of drama, but it, it, it kind of... It dialed it up a lot. And, and it... <laughs> I wouldn't say Verge. It kind of, like, you know, went headlong into, like, maybe some cheese a little bit. I still loved it, though. It just... It was, some parts of it, I felt the cheese coming in. <sighs> In the uh, in the Carl torture room sequence, there was a thing on the screen at one point where it says, uh, "God loves you as He loved Jacob." Oh shit! Mm, yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught a small smidge of that. I also like the one where uh, everything that happens to you is your fault. Yeah. Oh. That's not exactly what it said. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Oh. I think something like we are the creators of our own suffering. I bet is what it said. Sure. That, that sounds better. I see. There was. So, were they laying track for the Jacob character even here in season three? Uh, like, do you think this is like something somebody had like in a post-it note? I don't think note? that they knew what they were going to do with Jacob, but I feel like they've been laying down track for Jacob all this season. Yeah, like because they like every few episodes he gets name dropped. Yeah, yeah. yeah like they true. they weren't sure what Jacob was going to be yet, but they knew that there was going to be a Jacob. That's interesting. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds very. It sounds very uh, lost, Ian. But yeah, um, I guess that's that's all I got. Yeah. All right, so that's uh, everything about the episode. Now, uh, uh, it's been a few weeks since uh, we recorded. So what have you guys been getting lost in? Yeah, ooh. Oh, um, let's see. Well, I guess I'll start. Um, I've been I've been watching like a lot of Hulu again. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and and um, that Stephen King's. Uh, there's a show that's out on Hulu called Castle Rock. I've been loving that. It's very slow, but I've been digging it. It's uh, horror, but man, it's 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 fun horror. So it's like um, Stephen King universe. So everything in the books and everything, they kind of they kind of build it up into a universe, and it centers around this town called Castle Rock. And Castle Rock, it's name checked in a lot of Stephen King's work. So mm-hmm. 
Like, um, I don't know if any of the actual stories take place in Castle Rock, but Castle Rock is a fictional town in Maine that that um, all this bad stuff happens in. So, And a lot of his movies are Castle Rock Entertainment, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's actually Harvey Weinstein that, oh, that no. owns it, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I could be wrong, though. Uh, but, yeah, I know there's Castle Rock Entertainment, and then, um, yeah, uh, there's probably a few other people that kind of that they're familiar with it but yeah like um yeah throughout stephen king's bunch of novels and books and short stories that that gets kind of checked a lot so like throughout the the show it, it centers around well i don't want to get into too much but if you just want to like without, without any spoilers all the general trailer stuff is like they find some kid in a cage in shawshank uh, which is a prison in, in castle rock and um they don't know anything about that kid. They don't know how he got there, and um, that's kind of how the story starts off. But yeah. again, it's a, it's a and then it ends with horror adventures. <laughs> I suppose so, because like it's um yeah they're they're probably setting it up for something like that maybe. But like yeah, this is a this is a nice interesting collaboration between uh, J.J. Abrams and then it's uh, uh, Stephen King stuff, and then also the, the two showrunners who I, I don't know that I forget the names. But it's it's two guys that have worked on this season but it's an anthology season so like every season they'll tell a different story that happens in castle rock but i've been yeah i've been really digging that cool i've been uh uh, last last episode i talked about how i've been listening to a lot of the doughboys podcast and since then i've listened to a lot of the doughboys double which is their patreon extra episode they do every week i became a patreon subscriber and listened to all of those Congratulations uh, yeah. on uh, subscribing to a Patreon. Yeah, nice. it's important to do that. Everyone should do that, <laughs> including <laughs> our Patreon. Yeah, yeah. I've been. I wanted to listen to the Doughboys. I want to get into it's that. It's good. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but I had a weird dream two nights ago. In my dream, the Doughboys decided to quit their podcast, and then I woke up and like felt very anxious. Like who will tell me what the Wendy's McDouble yeah. Wendy's what it what is yeah I fucked it up <laughs> I'll stop right there. Yeah. Also, they have uh, I also love Star Wars Star Wars Minute, who I'm also a Patreon subscriber to. Um, Doughboys, which is a podcast I like a lot. They have ten times as many Patreon subscribers as Star Wars Minute, which what? was surprising. Interesting. That is kind of strange. Yeah. I guess there's like a lot of Star Wars content out there. That's true. I have recently been getting lost, and I just finished up a novel called Red Shirts by John Scalzi, mm. uh, where it is, uh, it's about uh, some lower ensigns on a uh, spaceship mm. that is, uh, uh, you know, exploring the galaxy and realizing that uh, all of the uh, lower ensign, uh, lower ranked <laughs> ensigns that uh, go out on to away missions. And wear red shirts all seem to die. <laughs> nice. Huh. Interesting. So it's a, it's a really interesting pitch. Yeah. It does not go quite the way that I thought it was going to. Because I was expecting some Black Mirrors episode one of season four shit. But that's not quite how no. it is. This is called Red Shirt? A red Shirts. A red Shirts. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. And uh, if you would like other uh, book recommendations from me. Uh, I could give those to you. Uh, you should tweet at me at uh, Chad underscore Wago. Yeah, and use hashtag um, reading with Chad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to hit me up, you can find me over at ADMS003 uh, yeah, um, on Twitter. Yeah. Wago read a book. Ooh, Wago read a book. Use oh, that shit. That's, that's great. That's great. I should start like live tweeting like books, books that I read <laughs> <laughs> with Wago read a book. Like just like I would like to hear your take on Slaughterhouse Five. <laughs> it's been a long time since I read that. I yeah. might not remember everything accurately. I, I should very do it. vaguely. Yeah, that's a it's not my favorite uh, Fonagut, Fonagut yeah. novel. Uh, my favorite's actually Galapagos. Oh, oh nice! Yeah, I one. haven't even heard of that one. Uh, it's one where uh, the end of the world happens. And uh, there's a small group of people that end up on an island in the Galapagos. And the story is about how the end of the world happens and what happens afterwards. Neat. Yeah. So for uh, more great book recommendations like that, hit up Chad at Chad underscore Wago with hashtag Wago read a book. (laughs) Or or tweet at me at DKJ Comedy and then I'll just tell him to tweet back at you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like a phone tag but with tweets. Oh, can I make a second get lost in? <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, go for it. 
I found out that uh, they're going to make another season of Star Wars Clone Wars. Oh, nice. So I've been uh, watching a whole bunch of that on uh, Netflix now. Because I'm just like, oh, I need to catch up with this. That went on for a few seasons on Cartoon Network, right? Uh, I think it went on for five. Wow. I, so. I never actually watched it. I oh, you to. didn't watch it either? I didn't, yeah. Because I, I want to find out whether or not the new season that's coming out is going to be the one that Order 66 happens, or if it already happened and that was how they ended the show previously. Because oh. I feel like that would be like a season ender, yeah. right? Yeah, this, is, this is, would have been solved if you just went with my TV watching strategy of watch the first episode and the last episode. <laughs> Wait, so um, is is all that stuff that happens in the Clone Wars, is that is that technically canon? Yeah. Or? Really? Wow. It's more canon than the books. Wow. Like, it actually decanonized some of the books. Mm, I see. What is this, like a Disney move? Like, they're just like, bring back Clone Wars kind of thing? Maybe they're yeah, trying to so. get more content for uh, mm. their streaming uh, thing. Because uh, at some point next year, Disney is planning on releasing a streaming app, and they're going to pull all of their stuff from Netflix. Wow. Yeah, yeah that sounds about... I remember hearing about that. And they own everything now, so... Netflix yeah, I mean, like, they, there's all the actual Disney stuff... There's Marvel stuff. There's Star Wars stuff. Uh, now apparently there's Fox stuff. Yeah, so they get like what twentieth century Fox, all that shit. So that means that I don't they think have that they own like every Fox property, but they got a lot of it. So they got like Alien and all that, <laughs> maybe because that's like twentieth century. I don't know. Yeah, like uh, if they got like all those series, damn, like Disney's I know, like I know that uh, they got the X Men back. All right, holy shit. Are they even trying to do any of those stories anymore? Because, like, the writers are trying to kill them off, right? And then, like, just so they don't have to do any more of those Fox movies. I don't know. If, yeah. that, that, that sounds really off right. coming from me because I don't know anything about so, that. So uh, it'll probably change that now. We can have X-Men again. That would be yeah, great. they're probably going to introduce X-Men into the yeah. Marvel Fucking cinematic universe. Juggernaut yeah. was in the Deadpool. I mean, I know. Deadpool, is Deadpool Marvel? Is that technically a Marvel movie? He's a Marvel character. He's not a Marvel movie because he's part of uh, the Fox x-men universe oh okay okay all right all right it's just uh one last thing before we go it's uh chad's untitled segment of where he picks what next episode's gonna be about yeah so the next episode that is called i do Ooh. what do you do it's <laughs> a good question the season three episode <laughs> six is entitled i do oh Koreans. Mm. It's mm. going to be Korean drama episode. All right. About the holy God <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's about the old couple. Oh. Who, who I never get to see yeah, anything about. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I want to see some shit about them. It's How just... about the Koreans and uh, what's what's the names again? Rose and Bernard. Rose and Bernard. And Vincent. Oh, mm. so this is a married couples episode. Yeah, it's a married and couples the weekend retreat. <laughs> you know, like, just because you're on a crazy, you know, island with all kinds of crazy stuff. It's probably be... not what it's about, but that's what I want it to be about. That would be fantastic. Yeah. What is that? Couples retreat, but in an episode form and lost. Yeah. <laughs> you still remember that movie, Couples Retreat? Because this is going to be, like, uh, uh, another part of the, oh, fuck, we don't know what to do, guys. Episodes. Oh, yeah, like... <laughs> We're like, this is episode, um, what is this, episode six that we're doing yeah. next week? So, yeah, like, they're just like, well, we got, we had a strong opener episode and then a strong follow up and then mm-hmm. a couple others. And like, see, like, episode six is like, going, we got 20 more of these to do this season, mm-hmm. guys. I don't and then at the very end of the episode, they just showed Jack starting to operate <laughs> on the. <laughs> Even though that had nothing to do with anything else that yeah. happened. Yeah, so this is the episode, I think, that, uh, I I uh, believe I don't want to. I'm not. We're not going to give away too much. We hardly talk about it. But this last, this one came in. This was the original air date was November eighth, two thousand six. Wow. And then the one that we watched tonight aired February seventh. A big break after only six episodes. Yeah. So they're they're probably going to go pretty big on the the mid season break. Yeah. We'll we'll see. But yeah. from what we saw tonight, it's damn. the perfect time for the uh, the buddy married couple episode. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Right when the uh, uh, they need to raise the stakes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, just give them everything. Give them all <laughs> that they want. Give them all the action, the drama. Pour on a lot of that love and marriage talk, and we got ourselves an episode. Yeah. 
right. That's it. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of What's Up With That Bro? What am I doing? This is not how we send sign off. Yeah, What Bro Pod. Yeah, on, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Give us a rating and a review on whatever yeah. you're listening to this on. And thank you for listening. This is another episode in the can. You know what to do. Get lost.